And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen's New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a comedian known for his quick wit, boyish good looks, and a tongue that's too big for his mouth, so he has to fold it like a gap sweater. It's David Huntsberger. And she's an actress and podcast host who, like a ripe avocado, is the best just before her expiration date. Also, she sleeps in a paper bag on top of the fridge. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to make a sexy calendar with pictures of bad desserts for a terrible punk band. He's making rancid, rancid cheesecake, cheesecake. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your best friend, Alice Rosen. Hello, my little bacon maple bars. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon by Gary Jungling. Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go to do that. Countdown to my book release is is in full force. What is it? What does it? What verb does a countdown do? <laughs> countdown so is underway. I think it's in full effect. It's in full effect. Full swing works. Full swing. Oh, yeah. the countdown is upon us. I never liked full throat. Right. Oh. Nope. Full throat. Yeah, full like throat. I'm giving my full throated endorsement to this show. <clears throat> yeah. No. I am always clearing <clears throat> my throat. Uh, anyway, April 10th. Book comes out April 10th. Why, that's just around the corner, it Allison. It really is. It really is. Huh. Uh, I would like to say hello to my guest. Hello and welcome back, David Huntsberger. Hello. Good to be back. Perfect introduction today. I'm usually <laughs> looking for like one word that you maybe muddled just a touch but plowed through. Precise. Crisp. I, I believe the this... I. I muddled the start a little. My consonants are dropping out of my no, language you, lately. you nailed it. Thank you. You were in that zone where you thought like, that didn't sound great, but externally phenomenal thank mm-hmm. you so much David. i want to always be in that zone yeah that so flow the, state yeah hello. that yes hello and, and welcome back ellie ward you really were not here i wasn't and now you are i am you were in the <laughs> you were shoveling snow i was getting the worst crossfit workout of my life <laughs> i was like this is what this is People would pay a trainer to make them do this in LA, but it's just survival. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was up in the high Sierras helping Whoa. out my folks who were snowed in in a blizzard. And so I went up there like a good son. <laughs> I like to say I'm their favorite son because they didn't have one. So I just compensate by being really manly. Have you always been their son? Yeah, I've always been. Yeah, they, the thing was, they I have two older sisters. So they were like, on the second sister, they're like, okay, that's cute. There will be friends. And then on the third one, they're like, come on, boy. And then it, I was like, da 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 da, vagina. And they were like, well, let's take her to car shows a lot. <laughs> so I own a lot of power tools. It's Has fine. there ever been yeah. a girl named Albert? Because that's then a they great would, question. They would go by Allie as well. Yeah. And we'd never see your birth certificate. Right. They'd be like, oh, that's a hilarious backstory that you're hiding from us, Albert. <laughs> but I, I guess know- we'll never. My name is Allison, but I go by Allie, and I put the E on Allie at some point when I was a journalist because for byline reasons, but I kind of was hoping that it would be gender neutral, that people would see this and be like, I don't know what this name is. Oh, yeah. And then just like not picture. The funny thing is that Allie, A-L-I, actually is gender neutral. It yeah. kind of is. Because it could be Ali. Mm-hmm. I well, got a lot of Ali. Muhammad Ali, right. is, his name is Muhammad Allison. Yeah, it was. It I had a friend uh, Ali. <laughs> Muhammad Allison. I had a friend in college named Ali. He said Ali, not Ali. 
It, it did Ali. get mispronounced a lot. Before mm-hmm. I slapped the E on it, I got a, a lot of Ali Ward. And so, and someone else had my same name who wrote about tulips in England. So I smacked an E on it. But yeah, so I was shoveling. I just got back last night. I'm very excited. I I texted you. I was like, I had a family emergency, mm-hmm. which normally family emergencies are just a bullshit excuse you use when you don't want to go to a party. There was so much detail to this one. I knew it was real. I know. Oh, man. I was like, hey. and And you sent me a video of snow. I did. I was <laughs> like, I'm not lying. But And thank you so much. You wiggled the record time around. And also the week before when you were not scheduled to be on, you got in touch to let me know you weren't going to be able to make it. <laughs> Which is just like, courteous. I was like, oh man, I got the flu. You're like, that that sucks. And I was like, so I'm not going to be able to make it. And you're like, you're not coming this week. <laughs> I'm like, but thank you for letting me know. Yeah. <laughs> it was very thoughtful. I'm glad you're feeling better. I just have you on Coach, the I can't play. We cut you last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to make it into work today. You're fired. Already. You have been fired for a while now. Um, Daniel, hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. How are you feeling? Because allow me to, before you say how you're feeling, even though I just oh. asked you, tell mm. you about my feelings. Tell me all about your feelings, honey. <laughs> Daniel, mm-hmm. you know how you have told me somewhat recently that sometimes you look over during the recording of this show and you just see how tired I am mm-hmm. versus the the energy that just emanates from me during the Monday shows, the snippet of which you heard. Your effervescence. My effervescence. Right. Like I'm, I'm like flat water right now. Mm-hmm. You could hold me up to your ear. You just hear. Yeah. <laughs> Versus the Daniel heard a snippet of Monday show, which sounded like, look, I could be a Foley artist. Oh. Yeah. If, if Jeff was sitting next to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I agreed that it's because I'm so tired at the end of the day, which is why I was furiously emailing Allie and David, like, could you guys poten- potentially hypothetically one day do this time or this time? Um, but anyway, I, I don't know that it's fatigue as much as it is the emotional hell of trying to put Elliot to sleep when he doesn't want to go to sleep. And when he starts just like scream crying, because I feel like I just watched a horror movie or watched some kind of animal abuse video Uh or something, even though I know, I know that you're supposed to go, but he's fine. So I'm just going to let him cry it out. But I truly feel haunted by having heard him cry just a little while ago. And now I'm doing a show. I mean, I think maybe part of the problem here is that you're not yet differentiating between his cries because that cry isn't a sad cry it's an angry cry it's like ah come get me yeah but it's hard that way well if you see it that way then it's not gonna tug at your heartstrings as much because he's just mad because he doesn't want to go to sleep as opposed to like oh my god i'm so sad i've been abandoned by my parents you know do you need me to come over and put your child to sleep (laughs) (laughs) i'll do it for a nominal fee (laughs) (laughs) what would that fee be i get paid in sand castles or gummy worms or a few pairs of your used socks you can choose if they have holes in them be asleep (laughs) i don't care if there are holes or not do they have to match those damn socks (laughs) we found our new night nurse oh my god i'm so happy about this we're gonna have to load up on all three of those items sandcastles gummy worms and use now do the sandcastles still have to be in sandcastle form or can i disassemble them into a bucket one thing i won't be insulted with haggling 
yes, oh, okay. they need to I just be want to know what's acceptable. Ca- sand is not a sand castle. Okay, so okay. don't bring me a pile of sand and tell me it's a sand castle. I'll abscond with your child. I feel like, I feel like that one is, is actually the hardest because you've got to transport mm-hmm. the sand castle. Yeah. yeah, that's like those shows where they make a cake the and ca- have to transport <laughs> to it. To the table. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I think I think I'll make a deal with you, sir. I've sure. got a whole pile of mismatched socks with holes in them. A lot of people are reticent to part with their socks. <laughs> now, I ha- I do um, want to know, and and we've already made the deal, so it's you know already decided. But um, are you dangerous, or do you like absolutely to- <laughs> not? <laughs> okay, good. My resume is sterling. My references all barefooted, of course, unbelievably untarnished. The children sleep like angels. I won't give away a single one of my methods, but they are drugless and painless and absolutely devoid of any kind of shouting or shaking or even touching. Wow. It's quite a method. You've got to see it. That's pretty magical. Yeah. When Would we be able to see it? Absolutely not. <laughs> no recording, sound or otherwise. All right. Well, you, you've got a deal, sir. This feels like a real gamble. I know. I'm but willing to make it. it's a price we can afford. I think, think my about business how happy card be. says, my name and roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> Does it also have your phone number on it? No. <laughs> How do we summon you then? I'm here right now. <laughs> I appear when a child is in need. <laughs> oh my god! So, um, Allison, mm, yes, <laughs> um, your uh, your feelings about our son's anger going to sleep. I think it was at the uh, topic at hand here. Oh yeah, no. It was the reason that you look over, and 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 it seems that I'm not in a great headspace for doing no, a I, show is because I've just like been through emotional hell because of right. this whole Elliot scream crying thing, which makes me. I just have an emotional reaction. I know. To it. But, I don't I mean, like any kind of yelling, even if it's from a baby. I know, but my my point was that um, you are emotionally affected by. Uh, you know, you're you're affected by it as though he had like hurt himself. I think. Yes. Yeah, and I think that the the it would be helpful to try to change your thinking about the way he's crying. Yeah. Okay. Cognitive behavioral <laughs> husband. Can I well, just say one yes. thing? That character made me begin sweating, and I don't know why. Triggering. And Triggering. it's still happening. Continue. Do you know how you were put to sleep? I don't know, but you might have some memories of your childhood yeah. Yeah. halfway through the podcast. Please let us know if you need to leave or like, if you need to pause. That's so blissfully uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, continue. It really is. Um, one more thing, then we have to say hi to Jeff, because he hasn't even been introduced yet. Um. So Elliot normally takes a bottle before bed and he was refusing it. So I kept thinking, but he might, like, he hasn't fully had the, he hasn't had the full bedtime routine. It's like sending your kid to bed without dinner, which no one does in this day and age. Refusing is like turning the head away. Yes. Or does he do a cool hand move? He actually he'll turns, he turns his head away sometimes. and he'll, sometimes he'll just take his hand and like bat, bat your wow. hand. Girl, get that out of my face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it like when you try to make your drunk friend drink water at the end of the mm-hmm. night and they're like, yeah. no. Yes. Yeah. That sounded like him, actually. Did it? A little bit. Yeah, I was kind of gurgly. Yeah. I tried. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Jeff's just over there. Hi, I still exist. (laughs) (sighs) That is the sound of my soul. Um, Also, I have a fun red splotch on my face that I woke up with. Could be a bite. Could be a zit. Can't see it. 
Oh, stop. It's because there's can't. other red. Because it's, it's camouflaged by other red splotches on my face. Well, I have it, but it's It's right here. I don't know what this is. I just but feel the need to announce it. I think that's one of the techniques. If you have like, um, la- I mean, ladies. Just dye your whole if face. You right? have, yeah. yeah, if you have like a zit or a wound or something, just get a ma- do, create a matching mm. one on yeah. the other side and then yeah. no one knows which one is real. Well, they say that's a big part of attractiveness is the symmetry. It's the symmetry. Yeah. So yeah, you it's, just keep everything in balance. Right. It's not the zit. It's that you're now asymmetric. Yeah. Be zitted. Do the next one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Allie Ward and I have been texting. That's true. Um, it was almost like show foreplay. <laughs> she told me she tried a serum. Do you guys even know what this is? Mm. Did you buy it a from serum? a witch? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, be into face serums now. I know. I don't want to be into face serums. Yeah. I would, um. Skincare is a whole religious kind of thing for women. I'm, I only dip my toe into it a little bit. Me I have too. Been on, I was on the Glowing Up podcast with Little Esther and Caroline recently. Has not aired yet. Um, but that's like a whole podcast dedicated to skincare as self-care. Right. And other, and other self-care cosmetic-y things as self-care. But there's so many products being sold in the whole, put this on your face, it might tingle and burn, but it's also empowering to do so. One of the most popular ones being serums. I don't quite understand the whole world of serums, but it's like a moisturizer that's not lotion-based. Yeah, I'm very And it might not be moist- a moisturizer is it, either. Is it oil? Kind of. It? It's, it's a, it seems like salamander skin like it's if like you, gel like if a you gel milked a salamander and then which put i it, used to do who hasn't so, at some yeah. point and you just degooped a newt and then you put mm-hmm. it in a bottle and then you slime it's slime. so you did buy it from a witch i did buy it from a witch we <laughs> bartered for- this is newt goo <laughs> <laughs> i i love the idea of milking a salamander or a newt but I don't have a sense of what would... Do these newts myself? <laughs> Do you love it, honey? I don't. I, this is why I love it. Love that, I'm yeah. loving it. I don't have a strong sense of what would be produced. I feel like not very much. Just like the size of your pinky nail and it would be sort of milky and white. Yeah, like a little dab will do, yeah. You and know that what I mean? serum is like that? Because I imagined it more... Um, it's like elf Oh, just that little bit, okay, a little bit of something creamy, and you put it on your face. But I'm not a person who's like soup. Like you know, we have friends who have podcast. Like Dory has an amazing mm-hmm. thre- Forever Thirty Five. My friend uh, Jackie has an attribute, and I I get it. But on but I can't. It's so much I work. I that I just prefer to be who has, wizened. Who has the uh, worst face? Oh, um, I feel face. like I do right now. No, I mean like uh, <laughs> of, like a person that we would all know in popular culture. Oh. A, a woman, not oh, to be. Oh, no. I can anybody. tell you right now who that is. Who, who is it? Hands down, Rachel Zoe, also known as Raisin Face. Before oh my god! She, before she this? botoxed herself up, her blind items called her Raisin Face. That's <gasps> apparently what Nicole Richie or something called her. I did not know that. No, but she well, also she, would be. Yeah, yeah, because she had like the wrinkles around her mouth or something. There was yeah. like a. It was wait, weird. Wait, blind items. 
where on that website, Crazy Days and Nights? I or think, page six? I think this was in the Perez Hilton days. Oh, I'm yeah. Perez. I think she's since smoothed out yeah. via witches. <laughs> uh, is her face better now? I don't or know. Or is it that funky old lady, like stretched, plump, weird thing? I'm sure she's had it. I'm sure she's had it fixed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but she also did be like, Rachel. she's grape face now. Yeah, she's <laughs> a natural grape face. Plump. She's purple. Plump, stretched, glossed. <laughs> She's a little snap when you bite her. <laughs> um, she, but uh, but apparently, yeah. So she was she was very wrinkly. Ah. But she's since fixed it. But yeah. So, but it's one of those things where it's like, uh, it's like suddenly you look out the door and you have a huge garden, a landscape you got to work on, and you're like, oh man, I got just a jungle out there. I feel like Frances McDormand. Her mm. face is cool. She's it's like great. only face. It's like she no one wants a cool face. You <laughs> want I, a pretty the roles young that face. she could play are open to virtually only her. Mm-hmm. Right, and everyone else is angling for like I gotta be so attractive. I gotta be this. I gotta plump and pluck and tweet. It's like it I just know. seems exhausting. And is it worth it? I mean, I'll I can go on a tirade about the beauty myth about how it's a just a tool of the patriarchy to zap us of energy, time, and money. So that's I'm great. with you, sister. That's been God my bless disposition. The patriarchy, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I went to Whole Foods. I was in New York. I was at a moisturizer. Hang on one second. Ugh. Do we need to hear something first? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need to run a couple blocks yeah. away and pay my parking. S- settle in. This is a long time. <laughs> Tom, pick up that hi hat a little bit, would you? Just a little on that hi hat. Bring in that hi hat just a little bit more. There you go. Yeah, just keep it covered. That's the stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Tone it back just a little. Get a little, get a little excited. Tone it back. There it is. Great. All right, bring it home, fellas. Bring it home, guys. <laughs> All right, we're almost halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Sung by a man. Yeah. And I feel like these are all the people on instruments in the song in my mind are all men wearing fedoras. Of course they are, yeah. Tiny yeah. skinny ties. Yeah, skinny Barely ties. see them. Yep. I think Just my one mood thread. really lifted during that song, though. Ba-da-ba. Yeah, I love it. Can't get enough of that. Okay. You're in New York. You go to Whole Foods. I don't have any moisturizer in there for a shoot. I'm like, Ugh, I got to look alive. So I, I'm like, there's a whole on one of your several TV shows one that you're on, David. Several <laughs> TV shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did I book? An- I, I don't think I've booked another one since then. But I'll I'm let sorry. you know. Sorry to hear about this. <laughs> Tough. I'll let you know. <laughs> I was told by one network that they didn't want me because I was a woman. Did I tell you that last what? time? Yeah, they straight up to my vagina told me like, wow. "We really like you, but um, our viewers just aren't ready to hear about science from a woman." Why did they bring wow. you in then? If they I already knew that, don't know. But um, but I so I told them, well, maybe you're just going to have to wait till all of your viewers die off who's which just is like yeah, science for for the spike <laughs> oh, network I think I know who the dark about. ages we network talk after the show yeah oh yeah. do you know yeah yeah i oh. um i have a similar sort of thing if it is that network in question is it hallmark <laughs> <laughs> but like who's, lifetime yeah. who's this audience who's like well i believe in science when it's a man talking but when it's a woman i don't think i trust it no literally i had that conversation i don't know if that's true had the conversation yeah don't, can't take it from a lady but it's yeah. a lady saying it yep yeah it exists. <laughs> that can't be true <laughs> two plus two equals what <laughs> yep yeah. it's just her opinion or feelings or something <laughs> yeah it's a real thing 
Ugh. So yeah. Well, yeah, you got to tell us after the show. Oh, I will. Who it is. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I had to go to there was a Whole Foods around the corner. I was like, I'm sure they got some goop I can put on my face. And so um I googled and they're like if you're going to see if you want some products at Whole Foods, here are a couple of suggestions. And one was highly recommended and I was like, I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to do serums. I'm going to break the seal. Point me to your elf jizz. <laughs> <laughs> There was a room in the back. <laughs> they have an elf jizz bar, you know, with different. <laughs> they opened up a different tiny door. <laughs> Smoke poured out. You have to watch this poor little guy do it. <laughs> I have to see your comfortable face. That's the only way I can finish. They were just leafing through tiny old books of fairies, half dressed. <laughs> Pictures of mushrooms. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. They look like they're having a good time. Um, Anyway, I found some. I found a serum. Came highly recommended. I was like, "All right." Where did you consult to see uh, what to buy? The Googs. I just googled it. No, but I mean, like, (laughs) (laughs) not what I thought you said. Please continue. (laughs) What did you think I said? A very derogatory term that has not been used since Vietnam. (laughs) Oh no. The Googles. <laughs> Just Christ. so nonchalantly. Uh, this is going to be my sweatiest episode. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, please. Okay, so you bought a serum that came <laughs> yeah. highly recommended. I would love for that to be a future drop <laughs> anytime anyone else. Where'd you get that? <laughs> oh, God, please don't say it. All right. me. I, I looked, I did a quick search. It was like freezing, zero degrees, and uh, outside walking to Whole Foods. Anyway, so I was like, fine, I'll get it. And then I put it on, and then I was like, that's sticky, but it's a nice sticky. And then I woke up, and I was like, my skin is still moisturized. God wow. damn it. There's something to this. Huh, have you been using it since? Yes. Although your last skin Your skin looks, skin looks Wait, perfect. Does it? So you yes. want your skin to be sticky? Yes. It doesn't, oh look, it doesn't look moisturized. It just looks good. Does it? Yeah. You guys. Your skin look, you truly do look radiant. But I feel uh, like you looked radiant before, but well, even more radiant right now. Thank could you. have been the snow shoveling. It, it could be. Could, I'm sure. That's true. I'm sure it was the, of, it was sleeping one and a half hours before getting on a plane at three in the morning to shovel <laughs> snow in an emotionally difficult environment. Yeah. 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 You got your tear ducts working. Yes. yes. I did cry in an airport bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture and then I was like because I was going to send it to my friend and I was like this is too sad you took a picture of yourself crying in a bathroom mirror you got to no it, in a <laughs> stall I was just in a stall standing against a wall just, just and you don't holding even a ball have, no against the wall so you're in a stall against the wall I thought you'd be holding a ball no I wish I were oh, uh, that's all <laughs> I'm trying so hard to think of something and I really did you fall yeah, no, but wearing a shawl. Then you had I'll, to crawl in your shawl. Um, I'm sorry. I'm Get control you of cried, your show, Allison. <laughs> you cried yesterday. I've, I've seated. I've oh, given okay. up. Yeah. You <laughs> cried yesterday, but your eyelids don't even look puffy. That's Is that because of the nice serum? Of I don't know. Do you I put didn't, it on your lids? I don't. I don't do that. I don't do it on my lids. Okay. I don't know if that. Who knows? That could make me blind. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but I. I will say that it is holding on to moisture. And I'm so bummed because I liked to just roll my eyes at, the, at serum trends. Yeah, the tool of the patriarchy and be like, okay, keep doing your placebos that they want us to buy. And I right. was like, oh, this $23 investment was a good one. Does it have hyaluronic acid? I don't know. <laughs> That's a product that is 
very moisturizing. I know. I found out why that is. A moisturizing acid. Isn't I know it's confusing, know. right? Yeah. Hmm. It's um it it's apparently it's carbohydrates that that uh, grab onto water. Hyaluronic acid is a is a carbohydrate. It grabs <gasps> onto water so then it just keeps the water on your face because it, it's like you know how bread, Now I have to eat it. Now you have to eat that also. <laughs> I have to go just eat that nipples gel in my, in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> If, <laughs> say there's something like the end of my pinky in size, like a little yeah. vial, and it's filled with this serum. How much yeah. would that run me? Oh, that would run you like 12 cents because you get a whole, you get a pretty you nice get a bottle oh, for okay. 23 Yeah, Okay, that's pretty yeah. good. There. But there's there's um, like La Mer, yes, which is so a cream that's, it's like 200 bucks a jar and yeah. it doesn't even smell that good. Yeah. Oh, Come on, Lamar. It's a funny thing with uh, facial products because there is that range of products that have really amazing scents and they kind of charge a premium. With And then you get into the like dermatologist created special formula and those start to smell like shit because they're more the, medicinal. They're more medicinal, medicinal and hey, you know. And so that's even more expensive. I know. it's I, I tend to trust none of it mm-hmm. i tend to be like you know what i should be able to do i should be able to put pam on my face i bet it's the same shit i have a very diy perspective on it get yourself a bottle of corn huskers lotion and that's it honestly <laughs> like, i had a bottle of that in new york what does it's that great for- do it's weird because it's not a lotion it's just a weird gel that i think does nothing no it works it's, What's it it's for? really good it's for like really dry chapped skin it's really good in the winter i always see it and i and i don't know if i should eat it or not it looks a little delicious. Okay. Thank you. I've never tasted it. It looks like, and I think I see corn on a product, and I'm like, put it in my mouth. So I don't know. <laughs> and, it is, <laughs> and it is shaped like a little uh, hip a flask, too. <laughs> huh. Take that out. Take a little nip of it during mm-hmm. the winter. It does look like a hip flask. God, I bet that's gross. If anyone's eaten corn huskers lotion, <laughs> do tell us. Well, and I know I brought this up before, but does anyone here remember that infomercial for NADS? Hair yeah. removal gel. Oh my god! Oh, I used, yes. It was so that, and there was an infomercial for an air mattress, and they would show like a tiger crawling on it, and it didn't even even rip, even when a tiger's claws were on it. I could sit. I mean, I don't know if it's real, but I could sit there and I could watch those just on a loop. There was something so mesmerizing, but especially about nads. I used especially to, because oh, you could eat it. You could eat it, and I used to do this impression of nads, but really? I don't know if I can do it in front of anyone. Should okay, we'll look Please. Away. You're not going to... Only Allison's going to care about this. Smooth in the direction of the he growth. Do you remember oh. that? <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Is it Australian? It's like New Zealand. It's Australian, I yeah, I don't Which know where they it? were from, but they would always just say "smooth in the direction of the heat growth." Oh my god! <laughs> and I get so excited. I just want to. I just want to settle in and hear the rest. Do you I know. Any, do you remember any other parts? Of it? No, but I used to. I used to know the whole thing by heart. My sisters would make me recite it. But there's something about how Australians say the like "o" sound. Like ew, gro- it's like air. It's like growth. Like gross, yeah. snow. I don't know what the. It's, f- like, it's almost like there's doing. an R in there. A secret I don't R. Know. In the but yeah, yeah, you could eat it. And then the way sugar. South Africans say growth would be like great. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. See, the African, that's a really tough. That's a hard one. Grief. Yeah. But I know. I mean, like I think that. I'm doing it wrong. But I do too. <laughs> On my end. I don't know how to. It's I think really we're doing one. it wrong. But there, there's a very, a very specific cool accent. South Africans have too. Yeah. But I love anything that you can put on your body but also eat. Yes. I like that like when people are like make an avocado mask. I or I like the idea of if something drips into your mouth, it's like, ooh. It's- have you ever done anything with mayonnaise? Oh girl. I never have because I don't like mayonnaise. I have. I put it in my hair on a hot July day. 
What happened? Real bad idea. Well, it I all was fine until it started melting. <laughs> like oh, seven God. minutes in, it started to melt, and then ah. just dribbling Ew. like you know when you see you know when you see like someone on stage singing they're like a a, a very robust man singing on stage dripping, dripping mayonnaise that <laughs> yes they're all it's all mayonnaise <laughs> just just like a fountain of mayonnaise and then in a, <laughs> i smelled like i smelled like a sandwich for oh. days <laughs> did it moisturize your hair i don't know i was crying the whole time i was like what i think it maybe worked a little bit but it was pretty nasty you know what? That sounds exhausting. And yeah. it, it makes me think that you might need to take a nap. Exactly. You might need to <laughs> just go to bed. Okay. And I don't want you to do that on sheets that aren't as good as they could be. Allie Ward, you spent, and everyone else, you spent a third of your life in your sheets. What? They make a difference in how you sleep. I know. Upgrade, you guys. Start okay. getting better sleep with the best sheets. I'm talking about Brooklinen. Brooklinen.com. Um, they are so comfortable, so well made, and they're super high end sheets, but they're underpriced. They were developed by a husband and wife team, Vicky and Rich Fulop, who stayed in a hotel, loved the sheets. Cause you know, hotels always, not always, but often have really nice sheets. And you're like, I want this kind of luxury in my home. So they asked the hotel, where do they get these sheets? And then they priced them out and they were a zillion dollars or something insane, like thousands, like something crazy. And they thought, this is ridiculous. There's got to be a way to get sheets like this without paying this much. So they, they found the way. They cut out the middleman. No ridiculous, unnecessary markups and fees. And uh, now you can get this super nice bedding for not crazy prices. Uh, and Brooklyn has a whole bunch of different colors and different patterns. I chose like a blue and white window pane pattern for the duvet and then blue and white polka dots. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They might have changed. They might have changed their options. But if you're they, just go look because they have all sorts of cute sheets and all sorts of solid sheets, which are also cute. Uh, versatile colors and patterns you can mix and match to complement any decor. This is luxury bedding underpriced. You have to try these sheets today. My Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've slept on. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code ROSEN at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code ROSEN at Brooklinen.com. That's Brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code ROSEN, Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. So I have a deleted tweet, which is a segment that I used to do on the show where, in fact, the very, very first Allison Rosen is your new best friend ever, which was a Ustream show, I think Jenna Kim Jones might was she on that first one? I don't know. I know she did deleted tweets. Um, this is where you share a tweet that you thought of tweeting, but then you didn't. And the problem inherent in the segment is that most people are like, yeah, I didn't send it. So I, I most people don't save the tweets they didn't send. But one occurred to me, I'm like, I'm not going to tweet that. But it is worthy of a deleted tweet. Feel that beat. I believe we have a deleted tweet, not so sweet. Maybe that thought is 
songs are by Tom Rap Trap Dog, and if you don't like them and don't think they add anything to the show, shove it up your ass. Okay. Good one. Thank you. Yeah, that insult, it came out of my mouth, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's where I wanted to go with it. Sometimes having something up your ass is probably nice. Yeah. Depending on what it is. What's going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> like, I what just, would be... There's all kinds of things people put up their butts. Right. For fun. Like an example of something that you feel like would be good in your butt? <laughs> I was going to say your mom, but that didn't. <laughs> that works. <laughs> For I some reason, my brain is thinking banana clip. <clears throat> Ooh. You wouldn't want to put a banana clip up your butt. No, 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 no. Those are exclusively for LeVar Burton's face in Star Trek. (laughs) Okay. Here's my deleted tweet. Is long hair my brand or is wondering if long hair is my brand my brand? That was excellent. I should have tweeted it. You should tweet it right now. See what happens. See what happens. And then by the time this comes out, you'll know whether or not it's a success. Mm -hmm. And what are we basing that success on? 30 likes. Okay. I'm going to do it. Do it. Oh, man. Someone talk while I tweet this. Does anyone else have deleted tweets? Well, I didn't tell anyone we were going to do this, so I'm I might doubt they do. Okay, let's see. <laughs> That's good. Of course, the thing about deleted tweets is they're not good usually. Feel that beat. They're not good. That's, see, that, that is the thing about that. So That's great. Maybe that thought is incomplete. Okay, I've t- it's tweeted. <laughs> it's been done. It's been tweeted. It's been done. Follow me at Allison Rosen. Oh, if you're not already, these are so dumb. These are really oh, I dumb. Love this. You guys, would you guys have like a whole document yes. in your phone? No, I've been saving these. Where you work? Where you work on your tweets? Because no, if you don't send it, it'll save. Oh, in your drafts. In the- well, you can pull up like unsent tweets and. Oh, uh, yeah, I would like to hear some. Oh, wow, has that. Well, here's oh, one. No. Christian music isn't so bad if you just imagine that Jesus equals heroin. <laughs> That's an old one. I love your How- sort of defeated posture <laughs> after it. Yeah. It's like bad jokes. How old is that? <laughs> I don't know. Like about a year, maybe. Oh. Did you know that a group of Daniels is called a Daniel? I don't know. Right as you're waking up in the morning. <laughs> These are sweet ass deleted tweets. Or yeah. before you woke up in the morning. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I got one. <laughs> Uh, when I watch a, when I watch awards shows, I like to remember that probably everyone there has a sweaty crotch. Oh, that's good. That's no, good. it's not. <laughs> that's good for just being on stage too. Why do you like to remember that? <laughs> I just sometimes I just will watch. Like I think I must have been watching the Oscars, and I was like, God, everyone's so nervous. I bet everyone's really sweaty. <laughs> We're talking a lot about sweat today. Sorry, that's yeah. all right. It's kind of warm in here. Actually, is it warm in here? I don't know. I'm okay. Maybe okay. I'm just- I can adapt. Put me plus minus ten degrees. Pretty, I'll, I'll handle it. Look at you. This is definitely a tweet that I wrote in the middle of the night, and I have no, I have no memory of this. Uh, Bravo should do a show about women who marry horses and call it the Real Horsewives. That's like <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably one where I will. Oh, I gotta write that down. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. I like all these. Oh man. The, it's a, kind of funny to me that you feel like Twitter has this threshold, like this filter or barrier. It's just, 
I, what makes me roll my own eyes at my own jokes or not? And if I'm just on this side of rolling my eyes, I'll send it out. Mm. But if it if the eyes roll, I save it. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why though. I've sort I've sort of been tweeting more <laughs> nonsensical shit lately. Anyway. I just found a bunch of stuff in my drafts. Okay. Yeah, that's um, where it's at. That's that, a good stuff. Yep. Let's hear it. Sometimes I feel like I'm not taken seriously enough. And also, I made myself burp three times on today's podcast. (laughs) And then... I bet... Wait, wait. I bet most of these have burp or fart in them, but please continue. There's just one more. The other ones are like... Cries for help. So many great memories. I I think it was like a quote tweet of something. Oh. Um, Okay. That is the most uncomfortable pillow on the planet. Hey, good morning is a thing my husband just said before <laughs> falling back asleep. <laughs> I don't know when that was from. I love that. Thank you. That's pretty good laughter. We got, um, I got a little haterade on this one. Okay. Mm. Listen, it's not enough to rescue a pit bull. Make sure that thing's missing at least one eye or leg so people respect you. No. What kind of hate was I? What? <laughs> You're angry at of... people who rescued dogs. I, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I was feeling some anger that people judge you based on how altruistic you seem. I would like it if it went away that a dog park or just interaction, if the first question wasn't, is it a rescue? Yeah. Mm. People feel so good about saying their dog is a rescue and any dog you get is a rescue. I know that's not a popular sentiment. I don't think it is, but I agree. It's like going up to people and being like, "Did you adopt these children?" Oh boy, they just have kids. Yeah, uh, it bothers me because people just have this little weird glint in their eye, like it better be adopted. Yeah, You're like yeah, you look at it. It's not a purebred dog. Of course, I didn't like go get it from this breeder. Of what do you got in this mix and this mix? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Like a frozen yogurt swirl. Yeah, exactly. Of dogs. Crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I think I do think people in LA are a little judgy about it. Yeah. I think that is cool. I'm going to start firing back at them. Yeah, start. you should. No, we had many dogs killed until we found this one. <laughs> isn't, isn't every dog or cat a rescue? Because even if they're at a breeder, they need someone to live right. with. Yeah. You're saving any dog's life that you take. Yeah. Um, I have... Boy, there's all sorts of jingles happening and all sorts of segments I didn't prep Jeff for. I have a bit of a news story. Ooh, I have I have a deleted Oh, tweet. let's hear it. Does anyone have a Groupon for Grey Poupon? Oh, <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's <laughs> kind of up the air. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but you know, I had one that was really dark that I didn't send. It was after, it. Um, who was the last big celebrity death? It was like right after that. Oh, there was like, that's a hard question was, to answer. Whatever, after Gary the Gary Fisher? I, I, my my tweet was uh, Stan Lee is next. Now, why would Ooh, I send that? I don't know. I think I just wanted to be on the record. <laughs> well, I thought of the tweet I almost did. Could still be. Um, could still be when the the tweet was going around. Like you idiots don't know about guns. AK doesn't stand for uh, or AR assault. doesn't stand for yeah, assault yeah. rifle. Yeah. But the AK and AK sounds for automatic Kalishnikov. Yeah. And so I was going to write a tweet that said essentially that, and like, the AK stands for automatic Kalishnikov, not, and then fill in whatever hilarious AK right. thing. Yeah, right. Good. Attack knife or whatever. <laughs> ass knob. <laughs> yeah, not that ass knob. pretty good. Mm. Uh, so, yes, I have a bit of a news story. I don't know many details about it, but it pertains to someone sitting at this table. <gasps> oh, man, who's it going to be? I don't know. 
It's the news with Allison. Allison and Rosie, she's the best friend. It's our colorblind pal, David Huntsberger. What? Did you see that there are glasses now that uh, can allow a colorblind person to see color? What? I have heard of these. I know everything about them. I oh, good, because there's an Allison at this table who knows. Yes, I interviewed the inventor of them. <laughs> oh, my I gosh. own a pair. What? what? You own a pair and I'm sitting here not seeing colors? I know. Wait, what, kind, what colors can you not see? Purples? It's a mystery. Like, this... how does he know? He's never seen. Them. Well, what ch- <laughs> how, didn't you ever have to do those tests as a child? Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you my mom really said. Know. I think it's I like had red. A... You can't see right, or it's like yeah, green like and blue, this... or green and red. <gasps> this seems green, but if you also told me that was orange, I would be like, oh, okay. So that's, you're that's staring one. at a blue green label for a bottle. So you're like, water, yeah. water, or, you're like bottle of water. orange green. Or if this blue, if you told me this were purple, I'd be like, okay. okay. So it's reds. You have trouble somewhere in there, yes. Yeah, that's pretty common. But the guy who invented it lives up in Berkeley. He's a glass scientist, and he made these glasses. Is he made out of glass, he's, or he's a scientist of glass? No, he does live in a glass house next to a rock factory. I hope he doesn't throw stones. Yeah, a lot of stones yeah. thrown. Next, it's a rock practice range. <laughs> but he's a this hippy dippy glass scientist, and he's uh, again not made out of glass. Not made out of. He's not a glass scientist. <laughs> a glass scientist. <laughs> Sure. Expressions are so important here, aren't they? Sorry. <laughs> the glasses themselves are also colorblind. I'm just ima- every time you say that, I'm imagining one of those like little artists art you know those guys that make <laughs> figures out of glass. Like those But does little- he become like Mercury and does he move or does he have joints? And well, like- that would be my question. Oh, okay. He's the Terminator, is what he is. <laughs> That's my next question. <laughs> So he lives up there. He's making these glasses for surgeons who are doing, I don't know, things with lasers or something, like something protective glasses. And then uh, the these glasses kept disappearing from the hospital. And they're like, what are these? And then people are like, oh, yeah, some of the surgeons love them, use them as sunglasses. And then one day a surgeon was out playing ultimate Frisbee and was like, oh, oh put these glasses on. I could see all the orange flags and they were like and they realized oh shit these things this surgeon has been colorblind the whole time yeah exactly (laughs) this surgeon plays (laughs) ultimate frisbee (laughs) (laughs) he has recreational activities anyway so they then they did he you know perfected them and stuff but um i have a pair they gave me a pair and i lent them to a friend and he for some reason was not impressed by them which is I was he like, colorblind? Yes, and he was like, Meh. I think he's he didn't even he wasn't sure he wanted to try them on because he didn't want to know what the world looked like that he was missing out on. But um, so I can get them back and you can try them because they're like three hundred bones. But oh, I'd love to try them. Yeah, I'll get them. I'll get them back from him. Um, because I don't think he uses them. But my cousin also uses them, and he says that he uses them inside when he's cooking steak because he can't see red, so he never knew how <laughs> rare the steak was. But yeah, you watch videos and. Because uh, it's much more common in men. It's like one out of 12 dudes are colorblind, one out of 200 women because it's, um, it's on the X chromosome. Or, yeah, Why? It's, it's on the X chromosome. So if you have two X chromosomes, you have a better chance that it will oh, knock it out. But if gotcha. you only have one X chromosome, you're kind of mm, mm. boned. So, I didn't realize it's that common. Yeah, one out of 12. But um, but you, you well, man, you watch these videos of these guys being like, oh, I'll put these things on my face. And then just like tears welling up from underneath them. Or maybe it's mayonnaise. I don't know. But wow. yeah, it's, it's almost like those videos of watching people <clears throat> here for the first time. Yes. The cochlear implant. Ugh. Videos. Waterworks. Anyway. Um, but I'll wait, this, this is an interesting question. David, 
have are you able to see all the you're not able to like how do you know I what you're missing have, yeah the people ask me that i don't know i and my mom said when i was like in kindergarten when we did the test i could see all of them so i don't know if i had uh i don't know if i faked it or copied off someone or if something <clears throat> changed or what but and i don't i think it might be a cognition thing mm. where, what, like, what color is this pink so you can see pink yeah that, that it's pink okay mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, what the, color is the, the splotch on my face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <clears throat> this. this is the two colors that you can't see. It's green. Okay. Orange and green. Well, that's, yeah, that's pretty correct. Good. Yeah. Okay, you got that right. Is I mean, there any color that you... This, this would be harder for me. This is... You're not on a mic. Uh, I feel like this is purple or pink, and then this is blue or purple. Do you have a fail? Yeah, such a good, hmm. Do you have a fail noise? Such a good run. <laughs> okay, so uh, they were both blue. Oh, and the one, yeah, the first one you're talking about is turquoise. Is there a color that, like, in your head you can't conceive of what it looks like? Well, how would I know? Um, I don't know. I just want to hear what his answer is. <laughs> Maybe at I one point know. he had it and he didn't. Like, do you know what red looks like? Yeah, I feel like it, I screen print and I like I like the look of like a dark true red. Like when I grab that jar, I'm like, ooh, I like that red. But then if someone were like, grab me that magenta or something, I might really struggle to feel like, oh, God, what's fuchsia? I don't know. And you know so what that, turquoise is? Yeah, yeah. Which so, now looking back at that, I don't I even know what fuchsia is. So wait, I think. Oh God, now th- I, I'm not going to remember this, but there's something um, about. A particular shade of, I want to say, magenta uh, or fuchsia that actually doesn't exist. Hmm. It's um, it's a trick of our mind that we create it in our head. It 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 has to do with the 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 fact that the like light spectrum doesn't. It's not a circle, oh. and so the two ends don't connect. So hmm. it's uh, it's like this weird thing that happens. And I th- it, I wonder if someone out there probably knows what the hell this is. What I'm trying to get at, but um, I bet you that seems to be. The range, that purplish mm-hmm. range is where you're having trouble. Yeah. You need to be careful. This could be like flowers for Algernon. You know, like once you see what you know you didn't see, then you can't go I back. Know. I was, that's so funny that you say that because just this morning I made a flowers for Algernon reference. <gasps> mm-hmm. So I've been doing book promo. I did Glowing Up. I did um, Your Mom's House yesterday. And these will all be coming out. I, th- I actually think... They're all coming out April 5th, I think. There's going to be a lot of me on that day. Um, and, and unfortunate, I wasn't going to mention this earlier. I'm like in the midst of being bummed about this. Um, I thought that the book was going to be available available for pre-order March 21st, but it turns out everything except the print version of the book is available for pre-order March 21st, um, which is a bummer to me. But you can you can still like order it in all formats except the print version March 21st, and then you'll get it April 10th. Um, whatever. Anyway, so all this is going to come out. That's not the point. The point is, I did the Doughboys podcast, um, and we went to a restaurant this morning. Nick Weiger, me, Mitch had gone the night before. Nick Weiger, me, and Jordan Morris, and I was talking about um, Lexa. I'm I'm fun. I was talking about having been on Lexa, like tapering off of Lexapro. And I said, I feel a little bit like, it feels a little bit like Flowers for Algernon. Like I'm turning back into who I was before. Mm, that's scary. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I sent flowers to Algernon. Albert, oh, Albert Jernan? Yes. How do you receive them? Could he see them? 
he was confused. He well, he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> um, yeah, that's weird. I bought. I went to the bakery and uh, they were using some flowers by a designer called Algernon. Oh, yeah, it was really weird. It's very good. Yeah, a lot I of feel like free. you were using a lying voice. Okay. Oh, shit. Is that your lying yeah. voice? No, <laughs> it's very conspicuous. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's why I was asking my friend George about the rabbits, and they said, "Yeah, wrong book." Oh, got it. <laughs> do, we, uh, do we want to hear a teaser clip from the book to get people excited? Since you're talking about it, sure. This one is called "Let's Get a Dog's Opinion," and Jeff, I've cranked the volume in my headphones up quite a bit. I'm hoping that does not do anything bad to the recording, like make me talk like this. <laughs> Just kidding. This okay. is very exciting. <laughs> All there's so many outtakes. Please promise me that didn't make it into the actual book audiobook. <laughs> there's one way to find out. <laughs> okay, uh, but first I want to tell you guys, uh, Allison Rosen is your best friend to support it. I said, but first, but I haven't announced where we're going next. And I personally don't know either. <laughs> Allison Rosen is your new best friend is supported in part by HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. All the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. There are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. And I am not vegetarian, even though I always feel like I should be, but I chose veggie because I wanted to see what the offerings were for veggie, and I was so delighted with what they sent me. It was all so good. The meals that I received were grilled cheese and veggie jumble, seitan tacos El Diablo, and baby portobello and arecchiette primavera. They were so delicious. The grilled cheese and veggie jumble had an ingredient that I was not familiar with, and you, I feel like I should know all the ingredients just in life, but it had something called grilling cheese. Have you guys what? heard of grilling cheese? I just heard about this. It is a kind of, it's like a giant cheese curd, but it's a kind of cheese that doesn't, it doesn't melt like how normal cheese does. You can fry it up like you would tofu or various oh. other things. So you can get, so you can see a picture right here on this heavy cardstock recipe card. That right there, the thing I'm pointing to with like the delicious sort of grilled fried looking thing is cheese. Oh. It's so good. And they sent a little bit extra. So I had myself a real grilled cheese party. HelloFresh makes it easy to cook delicious, balanced dinners for less than $10 a meal. Recipes only take half an hour. Try things you never think to cook on your own, like grilling cheese, and enjoy eating outside of your comfort zone. Um, so some notable recipes. I feel like I've already, I already mentioned some really good ones, but the Hall of Fame customer voted favorite, the Juicy Lucy Burger with tomato onion jam and arugula salad, and kid-tested recipes made specifically with family in mind like easy peasy ravioli gr 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 oh no i've forgotten how to speak graton yeah graton um graton 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 you know my brain was not helping me and my brain and my mouth were not on the same page there with spinach time and parmesan breadcrumbs um yeah i i loved the hella fresh stuff i received by the way say Satan Tacos El Diablo. I just I got that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. So they're fun titles too. This, fun names. That's, it's fun. It's a feast for your mouth and for your mind. I had a chance to try HelloFresh and it's hands down my favorite meal kit delivery service. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code BESTFRIEND30. That's HelloFresh.com, code BESTFRIEND30, 
for $30 off your first week. And I remember last time when all of a sudden it dawned on me why it was called Best Friend 30. It's because the $30 off. So I'm so I'm so slow on the uptake sometimes, you guys. I don't I don't know why. Um, I want to tell you an overly earnest epiphany, an O E E that I had the other day that I feel like I'm just gonna sh- I'm just gonna put it out there, even though it it almost makes me cringe. It's so earnest. It's okay. But because I am turning back into Charlie before he be. <laughs> Before the whole flowers for Algernon thing happened, I'm settling back into my my anxious, not happy ways. There's also a lot of other things that could be causing it as well, but I am tapering off Lexapro, so I now f- I feel just like agitated, and I'm hoping it's because I'm tapering as opposed to I'm just turning. That's sort of the whole flowers for Algernon thing. Like I'm hoping it's because. I was used to having this drug in me and now I'm reducing. And so this is just withdrawal and then I'll level out versus like, oh, I'm just turning back into who I was before. Because if that's the case, no one's going to want to be around this, including me. But anyway, it's a real homeland situation. (laughs) Homeland? Carrie Matheson. I fell asleep during the episode last night. She's just on her drugs and she's always tapering on and off and going crazy. No one knows if she's crazy. Okay, Mm. continue. It is. It is. Thank you. It is that. Uh, but anyway, I'm not, I'm not losing my train of thought to make you feel bad, Daniel. I'm just losing no, my train of thought. I derailed you. I'm sorry. It's well, okay. This is Allison's show. Let me. Oh, thanks. Oh, yes. So anyway, um, I was just feeling like, I think I had been looking at social media too much or something. And I was feeling like agitated, like, uh, things aren't right. And just like, just that sort of early morning, like heavy spirit, like shit bouncing around my head. None of it really being real. So then I got back into bed as sometimes one must. And I was leaning back and then Wendy came over and like put her little head next to me. And I was lying there. And I was thinking about Elliot and and Daniel was still in bed. I can't even remember what day of the week this was. Daniel was next to me and then Wendy was there. And I thought, I need to just lean into the hug. Like there's so much sweet goodness in my life that is right there. And all this bullshit in my head, it's that social media bullshit that like doesn't even exist. So my new thing, my overly earnest epiphany was just lean into the hug. And I put that out there in case other people need to lean into their life hugs. That's a very sweet thing. No, there's... I was thinking on the way home that I am really tired of how I've been conditioned to feel embarrassed about earnestness. Mm. Funny that you say that because it's like there's this voice in my head anytime I'm sincere or earnest of like, okay, (laughs) you know, and, uh, (laughs) you know... Isn't that our night nurse? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Check out the garage. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's a big... Get get out of here, you... By the way, about the night nurse, um, the one thing that makes me nervous about him is he always wears those really short shorts. (laughs) (laughs) So we might have to It's because he spends all the time at the beach. Figure out a way to talk to him about that. (laughs) Um, But uh, one thing that I've been sort of jealous of with this... Like, there's this march that's happening Friday with all these kids, and they're... You know, you've heard about it. And one of the things about it, and obviously it's horrible why they're doing it, but there's something so sincere in this generation, like our generation, Generation X, everything was like sarcastic and you could like, you just, everyone's so too cool for school, you know, like you couldn't be sincere or earnest about anything without getting shit for it. And uh, I don't know that that's, 
I, I like I'm in a lot of ways that's how I'm conditioned, but I I'm jealous of people who aren't handicapped by that, who can just be earnest without feeling self conscious or didn't, weird about it. Can you feel like right after nine eleven there yeah. was this like And in a way there was it. something like kind of re- of a relief about this like oh now we can just connect and we can be sincere and real with each other and we don't have to worry about whether someone's going to be judging you or thinking that you're um not cool or whatever uh not of course you don't want to have to do it under those circumstances but anyway what a dork <laughs> jesus christ i think if there's something about when things seem good then you have to be sarcastic and mock it like during a, like say like a political administration or like peacetime. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as shit gets bad, then you're like, oh, it's okay to be earnest because things feel so scary that yeah. there's no, we don't need to like make some shittiness to balance out the goodness that seems all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But, and, and so to Allison's point, it's like, all what you're saying is everybody has those good things in your life, but those good things aren't pain points, so we don't pay attention to them. We only pay attention to those things that are like, eh. but then you I, miss those I think things. That the, and I think that the 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 is a feeling, and then it attaches to stuff. Uh huh. It's like that's the feeling that was probably medicated out of me previously. My yeah. thoughts are yeah to keep an eye on that. That I, I feel like that's exactly what medication is meant to do. Is like. To to be a human, to be so earnest and sincere, like involves like these sort of gymnastics where you're driving along and everything's really beautiful, and then whatever it is that seeps in, and you're like so bummed out by it, and then you have those moments where you talk yourself out of it. You almost have to be prepared, like it's gonna come back. Mm-hmm. So like you mm-hmm. can't just lean into the hug forever. Inevitably, you will in some amount right. of time be like, now I feel shitty again. And even though, even if you get it tattooed on your body, like lean oh, right, into lean, the hug, you still will be. <laughs> should, should I do that, you guys? Get it tattooed right on the back of your hand, and then the next time you look down at it, you're like, "What was I yeah. thinking?" You, you inevitably, it's gonna come back. And, but like, people that battle. that end up really leaning into the hug are people that are in like cults and shit. They have that like, yeah, that far away like blissed out look in their eyes, and I don't trust that either. So. No, I mean, most of the best art in my experience, things I connect to the most is comes from that place of like getting to where, you know, you have that feeling from a place of like, God, I feel real shitty. Mm -hmm. I I think that's a very human thing. It's very connective. Whereas a person with those crazy cult eyes, like they've never made anything that anyone gave a shit about other than just, just be positive, man. Just think, just love it. Just move ahead. It's all great. It's all good. It's it's always sort of insincere too. It's a forced kind of everything's great. Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. I swear I'm happy. You can't prove I'm not happy. (laughs) Well, it's, a, not a, it's not a coincidence that we had the best punk music in the Reagan era. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there has to be a balance. I think people are always looking for balance, so you always want to fight mm-hmm, against it. Mm-hmm. I went to a trainer for a period of time, and he was all about positivity and, like, just don't let the negative thoughts in. And when you get the negative thought, you actively push it away and just, you know, fill your head with positivity and just be positive and da 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 da. And, like, in a really, like, hands on kind of like, you get out of here, you bad thought. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a good thought. Um, by the way, I feel like I am dripping mayonnaise now. <laughs> Allie, you've given me your heat, um, or it's just hot in here. Give me that heat. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I walked into this being like, let's make this the sweatiest app ever. It's, I feel like we're doing, doing this great over lodge. here, doing just fine. I do have a question myself. though. I do have a question as someone, and I, and I go through this too because as a person with anxiety. 
What do you think is the best way for a partner to deal with someone else's anxiety? Because I mm. feel like when I have anxiety, I'll get the, Ugh, it's just in your head. Like an ice feel, cream guy, ice cream dough, yeah, cookie dough, ice cookie cream dough, guy. Dough, cookie dough guy. Um, yes, but like this notion of being like, it's not like, don't gaslight me into thinking that just because my worries may not be founded, I'm not actually feeling them. You know what I mean? It's like, what's the best way to support mm-hmm. someone with anxiety where you don't validate the anxiety, but you also don't tell them like, just don't feel that way. Right. Here's, here's the way you don't do it. And I also want to touch on the uh, breathing <laughs> things out of there too. I have- uh, The what? The, the push it out of there. Oh yeah, yeah, I, had, yeah. I have more to say about that, okay. yeah. Okay. But this one, um, microphone's a bit of a worrier. I wouldn't call it full on anxiety. It can trend toward that. But um, when we were on a road trip, I was just telling this story the other day. I'm the bad guy in this story and this is not an effective way to do it, but I do think it is funny. Okay. Um, Cars, especially ones that have like a digital gas gauge, are they're just sick of people running out of gas on the side of the road. So they hedge the bed a little bit yeah. and start the gas light on way in advance. Yeah. So I was like, looked in the manual in her car and like saw what the gas tank was, calculated her gas mileage, and then was like, oh, we should be getting 80 more miles per gallon. And we should be. And then so we went a little bit over on the next tank, and, and I was like, I think we should be putting in 11 gallons, exactly mm-hmm. 11. I'm like, okay, so the math is on our side. So then we're driving, but because the light is on, which is irrelevant, we're leaning on math now, I was like, we'll just keep driving. And she's like, I think we should pull over and get some gas. Mm-hmm. So like the seed of anxiety is now there. She's in the passenger seat at this particular time, just kind of wringing her hands. <laughs> and I was like, we pass an exit and it's one, you know, on the open road, we're like next gas, 20 miles. And I was like, we could go 50 miles and be clear by like 30 more miles. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And I go, you can just be worried the entire time and wring your hands and be like, huh, or you can realize there's really nothing we can do. And other than turn around, like if we're going to do this, you just have to accept it and kind of like, that's what it is. And I used to do that all the time when I was like traveling a lot for comedy. It's like, if I'm going to run out of gas, there's little I can do to change it. I think that's a weird, very stupid and obviously idiotic way to do it. But how does she react to that? Not the worst. Like and and then this is the meanest. At one point, she was keeping it together, keeping it together, and we got to a turnoff. And she'd been giving me the biz a little bit, and then <laughs> and I, <laughs> the gas biz. And then as soon as I started to exit, she started going, "I can't believe you did that. I knew you'd cave. I knew." And I just swerved back onto the highway. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! And then she was really like, "No, no, 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 no!" And then we went like <laughs> ten miles further. Oh, oh my god! And yeah, we made it. We made it easily. But that was, yeah, it's not I'm surprised an tool. you guys made it as girlfriend boyfriend so yeah. easily. It didn't do anything to like harm us. If anything, we just laughed about it. And we're like, eh, if we run out of gas, we'll solve it. But she had to like lean on me and trust that the math was reliable. <sighs> and I had to um, really do nothing in this scenario other than be the bad guy. See, yeah. I actually was kind of like, oh, yeah, that's not the right way to handle it until there was a point at which it turned when you said that you said to her something. Like, um, and I, I'm not going to get the wording right, but like, there's nothing we can do. Right. So you can just sort of like relax and just let it go. Yeah. And I think the reason that actually sounds supportive is because it's, you're hearing how anxious she is and you're mm. like offering as opposed to, I think that when, I think that what doesn't work is to like, try to sort of like tough love, not, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like to, to, to deny not, it. Yeah, to, to not acknowledge the level of, of anxiety the person is oh, feeling. Oh, totally. Yeah. I was, I mean, the way I look at it is kind of a metaphor or a, 
a microcosm of life, like that gas gauge is meant to be there to f- as just fear. And that's life. We're all being mm-hmm. the news, whatever you look at is trying to scare you a little bit. And if you realize like there's, that's not reality. The, mm-hmm. the gauge is mm-hmm. just there for fear. It's all it's there for. We, math is on our side. We should be fine. And yet the anxiety is purely manufactured by that stupid little light. So that was the idea of like, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, and I yet think, there's nothing else to worry about. That's a good parable. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think like I never, you know, if Allison is feeling a lot of anxiety, I never try to talk her out of it because that's never, it's just never going to work. It doesn't help the person. Yeah. Even if you, even if you're sure that their anxiety is completely, uh, you know, ill-founded, ill-founded, uh, that it's not going to help. So what I, if I'm, if, if I'm trying to help her, what I'll do is I will, um, first of all, I hear it and then try to give her perspective because the anxiety is usually caused, I think, by just a free-floating fear. Mm-hmm. And if you can try to, to to make it something specific and then show what you can deal with and what you can't deal with, like here are things that you can control, here are things you can't control, and then try to like zero in on it, I think it helps. I don't know if it helps. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was an anxious person until um, this therapist locked me in her office and wouldn't let me leave until I admitted it. I'm just kidding. but (laughs) I'm joking. But that's the weird thing is that like I look back and so very many things in my life are such indications that I've been anxious for a long time. But I always thought of myself as like, well, I'm I'm sort of depressive, but I don't have anxiety. But it turns out like I really do. But I'm... I'm so I had been kind of so unaware of anxiety that when I'm feeling it, it really just manifests as stress or concern about specific things like an over an over amount of stress or concern about specific things as opposed to like I feel nervous Mm -hmm. this is nervous (laughs) like that's what I'm getting I'm getting more in touch with just like I feel nervous I feel stressed I feel scared um so I think in terms of Daniel dealing with it it always comes at you in terms of like me being freaked out about (laughs) us about a specific situation probably right yeah and I, I just think um it seems I don't really have that. Sometimes I'm not saying I'm never anxious, but I, I don't really have it as a as a regular thing. It seems like what it is is a um, nebulous. So it's usually like I'm just anxious about this thing, and and so if you can talk it out and kind of get to what is making you anxious and sort of show like okay, um, because it, it's a it's a it's it's kind of a control thing it's kind of a my i'm i'm this feels like it's something out of my control and it's terrifying or whatever and if you can show and sometimes i can offer a perspective on it too and show like you know from my point of view this doesn't seem like it's this seems manageable like you know maybe make a list of the things you're afraid of and and look at it and see like oh, okay wait it's not as it's but not I don't as have overwhelming. time to make a list. That's what happened last night. I'm like, literally, when am I going to sit down and make a list? <laughs> so there's some pushback. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but sometimes you can just see it and see, okay, it's not really, it feels like a lot, but it's just a few things and that these things will work themselves out or I don't have control over these things. Or I can, you know, that's how I try to deal with it. Ra- constructively rather than trying to say like, you don't need to worry about that. That's not a problem because that's just denial. That's just going to make the person dig in. Yeah, that's yeah. So anyway, so Mr. Pos- the trainer, the Mr. Positive guy. Yeah, and there um, is a thing, by the way, called toxic positivity. I just found out. It sounds like this is what it is. That's Yeah, oh. it sounds like this. Yeah. Uh, 
for the time that I was for a little while, it kind of worked. And I was like, I'm just going to pick my thoughts. <laughs> um, and like, I can't believe I spent so much time trying to understand stuff and get to the bottom of it before when it's as simple as just pushing stuff away. But then of course, like that doesn't, that can't, you can't sustain that. And now I'm back to like really trying to understand being in therapy and trying to understand. But I think the reason I brought it up is what if it is just that simple? Like, I feel like um, sometimes there is that advice with anxious, with, where was I? I feel like I was just listening to a podcast. I can't remember what it was. Something about anxiety where it's like, don't even, don't even begin to go there. But I, I have to. I, I must. I must see, go there. I think there's, um, this is like a huge issue and I'm, I'm sure we have listeners that are experts in this kind of thing. We always get tweets like, I'm an, I'm a psychiatrist and I know this thing or that. But, it, but, um, it seems to me that there's a, you can be um, predisposed to this in a way that your choice of how you think can have a little bit of impact, but some of it seems to be chemical, you know, because the fact that these these uh, drugs will sort of help you get past things easier suggests that. But also what's helped me is um, understanding that you always do have a choice about how you interpret things or how you... and understanding that you that it is a choice sometimes not always this is this is where the toxic positivity comes in is because mm -hmm. the idea that you can constantly like i i was very upset like had very bad grief over like a real like a death of a loved one kind of undeniable grief Get and i had a friend death. that said <laughs> She said, oh, you know, you, if you feel bad, you just, you choose to be that way. And uh, I was like, go fuck yourself. Well, because yeah. if you get run over by a bus, nobody says, well, you, you know, you feel pain because you choose to feel that way. Yeah. It gives you the false idea that you have 100% control. The, the, right. it's, it's the false side of the other side of that same coin, which is you're actually trying to wrest control over things that you have no control over through positivity by believing you can make it all stop. So when it comes to emotions, you're right. When it comes to interpretations of things, that's more what I'm talking about because I am very much against the idea of like trying to steer away or push away your emotional life. But if you're creating anxiety through an interpretation of events... Like, I didn't get an email back, that person hates yeah, me. Yeah, then that's where you have the mm -hmm. choice because you could choose one thing or another thing. You don't know You don't know the answer. You don't know why somebody didn't text you back. It could be this, it could be that. So why not just either not think about it or choose the positive? It's easier said than done. Emotionally, Jeff's 100% right. And the problem is these toxic positivity people are... They, it's they do the, the choice thing with emotion... And what it becomes is like serious repression of of bad feelings, which is yeah. very unhealthy. The one I was going to bring up uh, was the, uh, I don't know if any of you watched the Tony Robbins documentary, I'm Not Your mm -hmm. Guru. I want to, but I haven't. It's really fascinating because if you watch it, you come away like, he seems great and he seems really helpful and he seems really you know interesting and that he's in touch with himself. But there are certain little little tells. things that sneak through little tells one is that when he is feeling any of these feelings he like goes on the beach and sits and does these weird like he presses his hands up and down and goes <laughs> and just legitimately like, tries to breathe out the bad air and push away any bad thoughts and it just seems very repressive and then you think about it from a point of view of like he can never be vulnerable he can right. never show any weakness to anyone. He can show empathy. He mm -hmm. can even cry and go, I'm right there with you. But he can never say like, dude, I, he has this weird thing where like if he's on your podcast, you have to sign like, uh, not necessarily an NDA, but like 
essentially an agreement that if you call him a motivational speaker, you owe him a hundred thousand dollars. What? Because uh, I think part of his life is like I don't want to be just known as a motivational speaker. I think those are potentially things for bad. Oh, wait, what does he want to be known as? Well, he's like a financial guru. He's a written guru. books on different things, and and not even really a guru. I think he just wants to be known as like a god of some sort. I don't even know that he knows one hundred percent. It's like it's he's got all this money, and he's got all these people who worship him, but he hasn't ever really contributed anything tangible necessarily other than like you can do it and spur on people along and i would imagine if that's what you are to everyone it's like this guy who's always positive and always succeeding there's a lot of like anxiety there of like god can i just go cry somewhere yeah like can like can i punch my steering wheel in traffic am yeah, i allowed yeah. to do and, that or and the and the the truth is that like what what you decide are negative emotions are not that's a that is a a judgment of an emotion but those so-called negative emotions are just emotions you're not comfortable with. All emotions are good emotions. If you start to label some emotions as, as bad, yeah. then that's where you get out of balance as a human being. And those emotions start to go into, I mean, I'm, I'm sort of into Jungian thinking about this sort of thing. And it's like it goes into your shadow and your shadow becomes extremely powerful. And those people become, uh, they snap or they have like, they are not in control of their dark side. And so you're maybe you have like anger that just bursts out and you, 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 I, I liken it to like ho trying to hold a beach ball underwater. I probably said this before. Uh, like you're in a <laughs> pool and you, and your goal by labeling emotions as bad is to try to keep a, um, a flat surface on the water. Mm -hmm. So you have a beach ball that's underwater and you're pushing it down. So the fr the harder you push it down, the more disruptive it is when it gets to the surface. And the goal is to just let it slowly ah. up to the surface. You want to have a relationship with those negative feelings, not try to be like, I'm only going to be thinking positive thoughts. It's Daniel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Trying to push a beach ball underwater sounds like a lot of exercise. Alice has been <laughs> Great just exercise. dying to tell us <laughs> about this next thing. <laughs> makes me think of Beachbody On Demand. It's an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. Uh, so Beachbody is the company behind brands that you've probably heard of, P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, Brazil Butt Lift, Pio, Hip Hop Abs, Three Week Yoga Retreat, and more. So back in the day, though, you had to buy DVDs and then and also a DVD player. Now it's just a awesome streaming service and you can access it anywhere on your computer, web enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. It's great, especially if you let's say you don't have time to go to the gym. Let's say you don't want to go to the gym. Let's say you don't want to uh meet a trainer who only spouts toxic positivity <laughs> at the gym. You can do Beachbody on Demand. You have access to all these great super trainers like Sean T, Shailene Johnson, Tony Horton, and Autumn Calabrese. Those are just a few of them. Uh, and you can do it in the comfort of your own home. If you travel for work, it's great for that. Workouts can be as short as 10 minutes and it doesn't require extra equipment. And the time it takes you to drive and park at the gym, you could be finished and working out. Um, join over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. And when I was pregnant, I did the active maternity workout, which I think I've said this before. It was super hard. There's different uh, different programs depending on what trimester you're on. And I thought it's going to be super easy because I know how to do this. Very, very, very difficult, but a really good workout. And um, I'm going to get back into it because they have workouts and a, they have 
both like a fitness workout and a yoga program that you can do with your baby. How cool Ooh. is that? Oh, like that a mommy and me yoga kind of thing. Um, yeah, there's so much stuff there. They have so many different programs. Listeners of Allison Rosen is your new best friend can try it absolutely free. I really want you guys to try this service because it'll change the way you work out. Right now, my listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text Allison to 303030. You'll get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information and support totally free. Just text Allison to 303030. Okay. I think we should do some iTunes comment of the week. Sure. Let's do it. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Okay, who wants to read the pause and who wants to read the neg? I'll read the negative. Okay, here's the negative one. I'm slightly concerned that we've al- already read this positive one. Um, Allie, are you reading? Yes. If if it sounds super familiar, let's it not from read it anymore. E. Martinez. No. Yeah. That's the only one I remember because I read that one. She's very nice. Okay. All right, let's do positive first. Okay. <gasps> Nikki Jean G says, "Oh." My bad, Bob. Allison is totally the bomb.com at podcasting. Have you guys heard that before? The bomb. Bomb.com? <laughs> I agree. At podcasting? Yeah. At podcasting.com. I follow her on other shows too, and she has helped my pod repertoire expand. I've listened for years through her life, and it's helped me feel normal, that's in air quotes, in mine. From career crises to pregnancy, motherhood, marriage, and anxiety, I relate to her so much. Oh, she's going to like this talk we just had then today. Um, We totally should be friends, even though neither one of us would call each other to hang out. I love her Monday shows because she shows a different side of herself uh, with her one-on-one interviews. The people are generally interesting, and I enjoy that they aren't always there just babbling about something they're promoting, more so having a conversation. The Thursday show is probably my favorite. I love the new gang that are regs, David, Allie, Wendy, Demi, etc. I was worried and sad when the old gang left and still miss them, but the gang still vibes. I love Daniel. Daniel, I see you. I love you. As he's usually the one I agree with most. Fuck yeah. Yes. I love to hear Wendy the dog breathing in the background. Sometimes that's me. Um, and uh, Jeff, when he repeats Dawn and Dawn a bunch of times. Uh, I hate to hear people chew, but surprisingly, I miss snack chat. Um, I still need loin fruit or whatever it's called these days to start. What a tease. FTM here. Thanks. Allison Rosen is your new best friend and Lexapro, like Allison, for keeping me sane through my long commutes in LA and being a mama to a new baby. XX Nikki. <gasps> Thank you so much, Nikki. That is a super nice comment. Um, by the way, update. So Loin Fruit, the podcast I'm doing with Greg Fitzsimmons, the name has changed. Uh-huh. It is now called what? Childish. I think you I just got that's, Fitzdog. <laughs> it's already been announced. <laughs> I stepped on it. Let's hear it again. You just got Fitz dog. <laughs> but on Sunday, Greg and I are getting together and recording uh, a couple trial episodes. So Ooh. it's where he's got a crazy schedule because he has to go back to New York because he's working on crashing. So we're trying to like bank some episodes. So we're, we're trying to start. We have a theme song. We very catchy have a logo almost almost finished with that. We have some idea. I mean, it's just it's it's all ready to get ready. Sweet. It's coming. It's coming, you guys. Okay, let's hear 
some jerk's thoughts. Yay. Okay, two out of five stars. So smart that we can be stupid. This show has the typical hipster vibe of mm. covering, and there's no name attached in this printout that I'm seeing. Oh, um, I feel like there was one. There's okay. something down here, but it's kind of cut off. Oh, no. You know what it was? I um, After reading this comment, I clicked in to see the other comments he left. A lot of two-star reviews for almost every podcast. Ah. And then from that page, I clipped the comment. Oh, So his name was to the left, and we didn't okay. get his name. It was just... He doesn't but give out just, the five stars easy. Two and no. a half is pretty good. Yeah. Ah. There's just two. Um, okay. Typical hipster vibe of covering stupid topics under the guise of irony. I think it was like Step D or something was the okay. name. Okay. Doesn't so matter. Step D continues. They tend to endless, endlessly discuss the nuances of candy flavors <laughs> or some other minor detail. Mm-hmm. Allison Rosen seems like a childish person who is very intelligent, <laughs> but can't really be bothered to take a real stand or help anyone else. Oh, I think what? I'm a selfish person. <laughs> if what? you are looking for a mindless retreat, she might just be your new best friend. Otherwise, HGFY Allison. Hey, go fuck yourself. And your dog on the airplane. Wow. <laughs> I can't stick it. Uh, so there you go. Is it? Yeah, pretty solid opinion. And I think I'm. I, I think he called me selfish, not childish, right? What did I? You said childish. Do you have these memorized? Allison Rosen seems like. A, oh, I said childish. <laughs> yeah, yes, no, just, just the insults. Selfish. Seems like a selfish oh, person who is very intelligent. Did I, maybe you said selfish. Maybe I just heard childish. No, he said, you childish. said childish. Okay. Uh no, that I, was a I no, Allison, don't worry, you're childish <laughs> and <laughs> 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 yeah, childish because you just said the name of your new podcast. I like how childish is awful and savage, but childlike is like thank you. Yeah, hmm. um, I do not have them memorized. I I just clipped them just mm-hmm. but a couple hours ago, so maybe I do have them memorized. Actually, though, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. The funny thing is that despite all the stuff he says, that thing of like, it just might be the mindless retreat you're looking for. It's like, yeah, that's not the worst. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not the worst I know. Thing. I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes, we do. Some of those things are uh, positives to other people. So. I but the dog say. on the plane, like that's a towel. This is a Corolla listener. Yeah. Mm. Clearly. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would go on about that, but I mean. Gives a no shit. need. Um, thank you guys so much for the comments i like the nice the nicer ones are nicer leave us a nice comment (laughs) we uh might read it on the show it helps us in the algorithm well that's very on the nose it does though it does it helps out the show if you could leave just rate it just be honest in your review and especially if you like it (laughs) i like to liken it to voting you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's free it helps good things keep happening yeah done a nice duty you've helped others you don't even have to write a review you can just click the number of stars but a review we might read on the show itunes.com slash allison rosen is where you it helps people discover the show that's right tell tell your friends to just subscribe them whether they want to or not itunes.com slash allison rosen if you like what you're hearing subscribe um let's see wow the time has really flown Let's just do just a dash of just me or everyone. But first, I have to tell you, I'm on <laughs> patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Um, all sorts of fun stuff. Bonus episodes. Live, interactive, Sounds live streams. Exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. 
Allie Ward is going to be the bonus episode this month. And she, she, I don't even know if she knows that. I don't think I did, but I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, we got to schedule that. Yay! So that's happening. Yay! Okay, <laughs> patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Can I make a show note? Maybe yeah. put the Patreon thing earlier in the episode because every, every episode when you get to it, it's like... And Patreon, we've got stuff, and you can do this. We mentioned it after the snack. Yeah, that's okay. at the top. Well, this is Allison's show. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm just saying Patreon's a lot more exciting than you make it sound. Thank you. Yeah, well, your Patreon this is Allison's show. It's true. No, it is no, true. It's it is. True. You interact a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on over there. Yeah. Daniel, I look. You're deep. making me get all up in my head. I know. I, I don't look help at your you. Patreon game, and I'm like, I got to learn some things from Allison's. Patreon oh, thanks. Game. Yeah, yeah, my it. I didn't give it the hard sell because I feel like I've done it before. Oh, I could just drink in the air conditioning right now because I feel like I've done it before. I'm really tripping mayonnaise over here. It's really fun. <laughs> There's lots of access to me, a lot of behind this. Oh, my God. Big. So my sister refuses to be. She's listening to the show now, though. Hi, sister. Um, She's a very private person, and she doesn't want to be part of all of this. However, she and I have, like, the same voice. Our mom also has almost the same voice, but my sister and I really have. Like, we'll listen to old recordings of ourselves, and sometimes we're unsure who's who. So she agreed to record a little uh, audio thing where we're both talking and it's like, it sounds just like just me repeating after myself. And it's in the, that went up to Patreon. That's the kind of stuff you get. It was really fun. exclusive right there. It was, I know when Daniel, That's cause crazy. I was listening to it before I posted it and Daniel was like, what? I could <laughs> not believe she agreed to that. I know. It's so all sorts of fun stuff. Just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on Guys, where were you? Oh, wait, is it, sorry, I forgot. Like the way you do it, John Schember, whom I met at Sketchfest, he gave me a bottle of I can't believe it's not butter, but where it says, <laughs> yeah. so it says I can't believe, and then he put like a little sign on it that says I met Allison Rosen, oh. and it's still in my, it's in our refrigerator right now, and I'm like, <laughs> is, now is this butter to use or is this just? It's just conversation button. <laughs> right. Keep that in the living room. Uh, when I see incoming calls from distant relatives, I assume someone died. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Why else are they calling? Yeah. I've been getting a lot of calls from unlisted numbers all over the country lately, mm. and I don't answer them. I'm, and I almost feel like they don't leave voicemails. And I might just start answering my phone now because I'm so curious. Wait, no. unlisted all over the country. I mean, you mean un- like unknown. unidentified. Yeah, it's like from like Virginia, oh, or from Florida, oh, right. or from like. Oh, wherever. there's a great app for that called Mister Number, where then you can put the number that calls you in it, and it'll tell you who it was, <gasps> and then it'll tell you if it's suspected scam. And it'll this be like is a game, Mister Number. No. Yeah, there's just changed my life. There's an FCC list, and some apps will automatically update to it so mine when one of those numbers comes up it just for the name says scam likely yeah wow mine doesn't i love that wait how do you get on that list how do you get this thing there's an fcc list where people report robocalls to it and so certain apps and certain phones will update the list automatically so you guys both have this app Mm -hmm. oh you have you don't have Apple. i think it's just through t-mobile they probably Uh, do it because i get now 
prob- like a handful a day of calls from numbers that look like my number. That's yeah, totally that- a thing. Yeah, yes. I get that, and they're always the mm-hmm. racket. I mean, that's a great idea because it really if you is. Look at it, you're like. I, I must know, I know them. That they're number. neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. They're on my street. Or, but right. yeah, it's just the same f- phone. And you can't do block the... I mean, you can do block this number, but it's always a different yeah. permutation yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, it makes me really regret... At a certain point... Because like, I grew up in a house where like they never... You, they, you never gave out your real number. And I was always like, I don't want to go through life being cynical like that. Oh. <laughs> so sometimes I just will give out my real number. And now I get a thousand scam calls. Like, oh it's getting God. to the point where I almost want to just change my number. I've been getting a ton of calls from this number that ju- and it just comes up as my mom's number. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. Oh. you know. And then I answer it and it's like, Ugh, and yeah. I have to hang up. <laughs> also, I just upgraded my phone software. And just because finally I, I just... I relented because it's been trying to make me update for Ask you every months day. and months yeah. and months and months. However, now my voicemail transcription has gone away. So if anyone knows how to get it back, I did the thing that the internet says, which is like something with Siri and that didn't work. So I think there's some, if anyone has a fix for that. Okay. Three, three tango says eat the perimeter of a pop tart before eating as eating. I said, I said that so, <laughs> so Mrs. Pettigrew over here. Uh, Eat the perimeter of a Pop-Tart before eating a center. I've never done that, but I I, Sounds great. I would. No. Makes me crave Mm Pop-Tarts. Oh, God, I know. I feel like I probably do that. I mean, I've never noticed, but yeah. Do we have any raw Pop-Tart eaters here? Oh, I would. I've done it. I don't like, I prefer it raw. Really? Mm -hmm. Untoasted. (gasps) Toasted is better, but. Maybe I'm just impatient. I've never had it untoasted, and really? I'm a, and I'm it's a, really good. I bet. I mean, I'm a person who prefers cookie dough to the cookies. You so. should try it. Okay, try it raw. My friend Katie used to eat pepperoni pizza. She would like the last piece of pepperoni. She would eat all the way around, <gasps> so she just had a tiny circular piece oh of pizza that had a whole pepperoni on top. I, I, uh. I like the thinking there. Just save it <laughs> yeah. for last. When I got. And on a good note. Yeah. Yeah. This happened to me a couple times in the last few weeks where I will go to Starbucks and order like a blueberry muffin. And they they always go, do you want that heated? And I don't. And they just look at me like I'm crazy. And uh, I think with a blueberry muffin, it's really the same either way. I mean, it's the taste and it's just either warm or not warm. No, pan I'm not freaking crazy. That's the one where like, come on, heat that up. But blueberry muffin. Or like a chocolate chip cookie, I can see you want like, you know, the chocolate to be... I think a steamy pastry is a good pastry, personally. Yeah, but I'm not crazy. They're probably like, maybe they were like, I'm trying to do you a favor. We have the ability to warm it and you're not going to... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Solid addition. <laughs> no Coming sale in with for the Allison heat. I'm just, yep. getting some serious stink eye over here. It's Allison's show, you know. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yep. You know why? Because a food stuff, a, a controversial food stuff is popping into my head, but I feel like it might be too late to do yes, please, or bitch, please. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Do it. Okay, fine. Is it yes, please? Give me some of that. Oh, oh please. That's much crap. Gotta update that song. Mm. I know. Oh, now please, that it's or bitch, please. Yeah, mm-hmm. scones. Mm-hmm. What you is Daniel? Around the horn here. Yeah. All right, Dave. David. I think I know what scones are, and I think we <laughs> had. Are you some scone a while blind ago. as well as colorblind? <laughs> I mean, there's so many different things. It's like a like... big heavy puck of dough. Yeah, oh, yeah. We had drag. some. <laughs> <laughs> we had some a while ago, and I remember. 
we did not get through them, but we <gasps> did eat a few. I'm sorry, you know where I stand. Well, I, I like know, them. You and I both I like tipped them. our mitts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah, them. <laughs> so you're doing a yes, please? Yeah, I'll I'll say yes, please. Um, but it's probably not the most. I, I, I haven't had enough of them, I suppose. Yeah. I'm horny for scones. All <laughs> <laughs> I, I see a scone platter. I'm like, how can I get myself near that? I went to, I got hit by a car. And with the money that uh, I saved, I got to go on a trip to England <laughs> when I was... On a scone tour of England? On a, I but, saved, and you got savaged by or ravaged by an escalator. An escalator. That was a $1,200 uh, settlement. And then I got hit by a car and got $500. So I was able to uh, go to England with uh, like in the school for, like uh, when I was in school. Anyway, I had some scones there with clotted cream. And I was like, holy moly, what is life? Mm-hmm. And to this day, whenever I see him, wow. They got little black currants in them. Oh, so that's a yes, please. That is a yes, please. I feel like scones. Okay, if they're a good scone, has the crusty like right outside, like the sugar on the top. Yeah, but kind of will break off. Yeah, right? yeah, and a slightly sour taste, like the milk. But when you order scones in most places these days, it's just like a muffin in a different shape, too soft, doesn't have that. So yeah, like people just don't do scones right. So for that reason, I would say good scones. Yes, please. The show has the typical hipster vibe. (laughs) Most scones. Like I said, that is a feature to some people. A bug to this guy. Someone is in their car right now eating a scone and their mind is blown. They're like, I can't believe you're talking about scones right now. I got mine heated up. Holy shit. What is life? We're all in the matrix. We're so excited. How are we going to get into the scones category in iTunes if we don't talk about... We've got to bring some value. So anyway, uh, to that guy, also, bitch, please. (laughs) Jeff? I'm going to say yes, please. I never had scones until late in life. I worked on a movie where the director insisted that there be scones on the set. And I thought he was nuts because I thought they were all fancy or whatever. And then I had one. I said, these are amazing. Yeah. But since then, I've had a hard time finding a good scone. I find a lot of kind of flat biscuits. Yeah. But I, maybe they're hard to make, or maybe they're just not that popular. I think that... I don't see them. I've heard you're supposed to make them with, like, milk that's kind of going sad. Like, there might be a special way to make it. That Is there buttermilk? Maybe a buttermilk? Maybe it's... But I don't know. Buy your own scones. Leave me alone. <laughs> I was going to bitch please scones right out of here because... My sister and I went away to Santa Barbara for a night for a little sister's trip, and we got afternoon tea, and it had the option of scones or three savory sandwiches. Mm. And I'm a person who likes options, so I like to try everything. So part of me was like, one of us has to get the scones, and the other one has to get the sandwiches. However, we both agreed, scones just aren't, this is hence the bitch please of it all. Scones just aren't worth it, because you get the scone, and you just want to eat the edge. Like, it's good. You put the stuff on it, but... Crazy. Hurricane edge, Alley is set to touch down in about thirteen edge, seconds. The the perimeter of the scone is good, but the inside is just not that good. And it's but you guys so anyway, I feel like scones are just there's like one sixteenth of it is good and fifteen sixteenths of it <gasps> is not. However, you guys are reminding me that actually a good flaky, warm, hot <laughs> scone a flaky warm and hot can be good i bet but they were for the really most good. part you just get like a big dough paperweight i bet where you went they would be they were really good sconesville yeah you sconesville to, california you went to a hotel sconesville well we didn't get the scones and i really didn't miss it i really didn't miss it i didn't 
it did co- Allie, I'm sorry, it came with clotted cream. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. It's the best. It's this gooey cream. I don't even know what it is. I but know. It's like a butter. It's like somewhere between butter cream. and heavy cream, oh, which it's is so good. Yeah. And, they, and then there's like these chunky raisins in there and oh, it's dough. It's the best. I'm so hungry right now. Daniel gets scones from Starbucks quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I stopped doing that because 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 uh, bitch please. Because for a while they must have changed their bakery they use or something because now they're literally just soft muffiny uh, material. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's I'll go with the muffin. And lastly, and look, I'm sorry. I'm we're not getting to all the JMOs tonight because I talk too much about I don't know what, but that's just how it goes. We will we will. More than make up for it next time. Sooner Magic says, I always give my poops an informal rating of how satisfied I am with the effort. I've never done that, but I really like that's a life hack right there. To rate your, well, you know. Uh, I had an aunt and uncle who would, um, they had a Polaroid camera and sometimes they would oh. take a picture of it and leave it for the other one. On the oh, boy. <laughs> how? You've been married to me for so long. How have I never heard she about was your this? Your uncle Marlon Brando, like what? <laughs> yep, it was uh, the Lord and Lady of. Uh, no, I. How have I never heard about this? Yeah, it's because uh, you don't want to give those, me ideas. Where are those Polaroids right now? I mean, you want to hope there's a the shoebox full of them. <laughs> they will uh, someday will uh, uncover. Yeah, um, because it's one of those stories that I'm not delighted about. Mm, <laughs> I am. I know. I just. I would. So, um, yeah, I, I do not rate my poops. <laughs> I don't do it either. I don't think I do. I remember at maybe middle school, maybe even earlier, saying to like a classmate, like, oh, my poop, I look like this. And the person was like, you look at it? And I was How like. How could you not? Yeah. And so now I think throughout the rest of my life, anytime I, which I think is a perfectly natural biological, like, no blood? Great. Uh <laughs> I feel like I'm always thinking of that, and I can't even remember who the person was, but they were certainly in my head going like, looking again, are we, Dave? (laughs) And so I don't know that I'll allow myself to rate it. I am such a filthy monkey that I need to look at my poops. Every now and again, though, I I do feel like a composure to like tell someone like you would not believe the cemetery, you would not believe this, or like how yeah. it was an effortless adventure. It was a ten. <laughs> I pooped a ten. It was cleaner. <laughs> uh, it's cleaner now than it was before. Yeah, like that, yeah. It looked like the poop emoji. It was beautiful, <laughs> perfectly tapered, and then you don't have to wipe. You ever had that happen? Oh well, that's Amazing. always victory. That you, is, you've yeah. got to feel satisfied there. That's Who are winning you? life, right yeah. there, where you poop. My son Elliot actually <laughs> had a poop. To, I don't know if this is too much. Inf- well, who cares? Uh, <laughs> his privacy. <laughs> um, he had a poop where it was like, "Oh, I barely need to wipe this," but I feel like that's a su- actually in a child baby, that suggests that it's like he's a little bit baby poops are they the whole range of poops oh, happen. God. It's like everywhere, anywhere from just soupy poopy to like a, just a ball. <laughs> Like a lead ball. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place. Musket shot. Yeah. <laughs> like deer turds. That's right. Well, as yeah. the person who wipes his exactly. butt, I appreciated the neatness of the like three poop balls that came out earlier, <laughs> but I thought, I don't think. No, they were. Well, won't. you knew it's, it's helpful when he poops like that because you can hear it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he pooped. Yeah, but I could tell he was struggling because there was a lot of like. Ugh. 
That's him. That's him. Poop. <laughs> Does he do the thing where he hides when? Not he... yet. No. Not Don't yet. they do that at some point where they learn human? He kind of turned American away shame. from me though, and I thought he was just playing with a toy. But then I heard the grunting. He he'll, he will wink at me though. He'll be like, we'll "No, see. he um he's still at the age where he just poops and goes like he's just doing his thing, pooping. He's not yet. <laughs> he's not yet self conscious about it." It Wendy is. stares right at you when she goes. She makes deep eye contact while yeah. she's <laughs> <It's very> disturbing. <laughs> you guys, this was super fun. Thank you for being on the show. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quants. D Quants on the snappy prostate finger. Allie? Uh, I'm at Allie Ward with one L on Instagram and Twitter. And my podcast is called Ologies. It's a different ologist every week. Just did bees this week, you guys. Mm. And I talked to a mythologist who was dope, Ooh, too. Cool. So, and that's on, the, that's on the computer. You just look it up on the computer. Making science cool. <laughs> trying, trying. Oh, uh, hey. <laughs> I say that every episode. Dave? You do? That's like a catchphrase? I don't know. I just always, I always seem to open it with, hey, I don't know where. It hmm. Oh, hey. <laughs> She's trying to get horses to listen. Yeah. <laughs> Saraha. Um, my podcast is called The Space Cave. I have a website, David Huntsberger, at, um, and then Twitter is Huntsberger Junk. I don't, it was started long ago. It's not named after my junk. Um, uh, my friend Chuck's Kickstarter, or uh, GoFundMe is still up and running and still desperately trying to get some more rehab days for him. So if you can uh, go to that, that'd be terrific. And my junk show has a four-year, technically a 49-month anniversary extravaganza on April 8th. So if you find yourself in L.A., want to see some music and magic and comedy, come on down. That's Skadoop it doop. <laughs> and... Uh- Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Go to AllisonRosen.com for all the other. Follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen. AllisonRosen.com will take you to all the places and also have um, once the once the book link is something that I can link to. That will be on my website and also there's t-shirts and ringtones and fun stuff. Uh, thank you everyone for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Rosen is your new best friend.